Welcome to Good Darts. It's the podcast all about darts. The quality cannot be guaranteed. It's brought to you by our friends at Low Six. And we have penetrated the bubble this evening. So Wayne Mardle is with us live from Coventry, the Rico Arena or the hotel <laughs> attached to it. Uh, Wayne, I am sat in my basement here in Birmingham and I'm staring at my massive fridge. My fridge freezer. It is magnificent. I can keep things in there. Food, I can keep it cool. How are things going with you? Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I'm I'm living off I'm living off salted peanuts and mini poppadoms. Right. Okay. This is because well, you don't have a fridge in the room. You're not allowed to get any food or anything from the the, the hotel bar because that's no. all bubbled up. Correct. We we believe it or not, I have to get a breakfast from the the attached casino. Wow. Which to, this morning was great because I, I ended up nicking a grand at, at seven foot seven thirty seven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh, uh, look, I... it's Dan. It's mental. It's mental. It's not right. It, it, it's not right. I know. I know the times are just awkward, but we we just can't eat. We we can't get a coffee anywhere. That it's just it's just odd and it's just wrong. And it's my odd mouth, and wrong. Can, my, my mouth cannot handle any more salt, and my gums <laughs> are hurting from the peanuts and. and <laughs> I'm going mad, and my only solace, my only solace, is that I had the foresight to bring my own ice machine from well, the yeah. hub at home How uh, big to is make this ice Negronis. Machine? Just because, uh, just before we started recording right. this, I've heard you dishing out ice to Bridgie. <laughs> like I was listening to, yes. you're basically like the yes. Rico Arena ice dealer. And it just, I don't know what he's going to do with this ice. I mean, maybe just pack some, I don't know, sliced ham in there just to try and keep it edible for a couple of days. He's, he's bought some vodka and tonic, apparently. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, that sounds more like Bridget. But this, this ice machine makes... <laughs> this is so ridiculous. It makes about 400 uh, orbs, if you like. In, orbs? In about... Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not... They're not... Yeah, they're, they're kind of... They're more... Uh, filed off rectangles or right than than cubes definitely okay. definitely uh, and it makes about 400 in the space of about an hour right uh, well that's pretty good it's pretty good it's pretty i mean good, unfortunately yeah. you can't yeah. eat ice for breakfast uh i don't think can that's you particularly helpful well, I mean, you can but i don't think it's particularly good for you i mean i, I think <laughs> i do fear for your sanity at times but by the end of this tournament i'm worried you're going to get scurvy or something like that. I mean, this does not sound like you're you're actually looking after yourself. Um, what have you made well, of the tournament actually, so far? Go on, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's go on from ice so, and food. What do you make no, of the tournament? No, no, no. Uh, the, the tournament. Uh, I know we lost sort of six seeds in the in the first round, but I think it might have added to it, you know, because the, the Whitlock story and Dizwan uh, to the to the detriment of of Bunting and Lewis, obviously, but. They're showing some class, aren't they? And, and I'm really pleased for Dirk van van diving board. Uh, uh, played great, played great against uh, against Dimitri. Mm. There's a lot of stories, isn't there? Cheesy getting away with it. Joe Cullen coming through a right tight tussle. Price looking like he's enjoying it for for a change. Double start. Yeah. MVG doing a job on Devon. And do you know what? Ando. Uh, he says he hasn't played for five weeks. I'm not calling him a liar, right? I'm not calling him a liar, but I don't believe him. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, not tonight, last night, 
Dirk was the only game I managed to predict right. I've had an absolute mare. Until tonight, I've had a mare on the predictions because you slaughtered Have me you? in round one. Have you? It was embarrassing. Absolutely. I'm glad you weren't here on Thursday to, to do that because it was horrific. Um, but Dirk was the only one I got right last night. Tonight, I got them all right. Got every single one right. right. I know that I was lucky about with Ryan Joyce, to be fair. But how... Jeffrey Desvan's back, isn't he? He's back. He, this is he's not he's been rubbish since lockdown and having a sh- shoulder surgery yeah. but he is yeah. he shouldn't be here but he's back and because he's back yeah. and he is here he could do anything now yeah do you know I've I've likened him to tonight tonight remember you know when Van Gerwen come out uh, uh, like 15 years of age and he's he's come out from his bedroom to the, the world stage and set it mm. alight I think uh, and then he went off the boil, and, and now he's back on. Cause he something clicked, didn't it, at the at the match play in in July 2012 against mm. uh, Beaton. Something just clicked that that night, and since then he's been an absolute machine. I've got a feeling that Dizwan, he's been through his little lull. He's he showed so much talent uh, every time he, he he tees it up, but now he's he's been through his lull and he's had this operation. On his shoulder, he seems happy. He seems settled. Do you know what? I think he's ready to go bang. I think something big is about to happen to this one. Yeah. Oh, I, I said this on social media earlier. I think that the biggest threat to Barney's comeback is playing Jeffrey Desvan in practice uh, week in, week out. Because I think he could break right. him. He could absolutely yeah. hammer him off the board over and over and over again. And by the time yeah. Q School comes around, Barney might be like, sod this. I don't fancy. I'm not yeah. going up against the likes of this. If this is what it's like, maybe I've forgotten. But Jeffrey is. Uh, he yeah, was amazing. Amazing against. Wasn't Gabriel. he just? Um, and um, do you know what? It's not very right. often. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's not very often you actually see a player. Uh, Price was actually at it where they look so happy during a game and knowing they're not going to lose. Mm. You don't see it that often. Dizwan had that about him. I thought he there really was a time. Did. He had that about him. Late on in the Dimitri Dirk van Dijvenberg game, Dirk looked like that. There was a there was a sort of in the in the final set, he was like Smirking. not even looking at his one eighties. He was laughing. He was hitting everything and yeah. just laughing, going, I am yeah. amazing at this game. It was brilliant. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. Dimitri just had no answer to it. Um yeah. the backdoor final. Do you think the backdoor final where we have Desvan and Whitlock, do you think that's a possibility? Because that is ultimately the most hilarious thing that could happen in this tournament. Right, it's also the most unlikeliest thing to happen. But but unlikely not, not doesn't a chance. mean impossible. No, it's improbable, but not a... No, it's in, I was just about to say improbable, not a chance. Gee. Right, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> it's improbable. I, I, I don't see it, but it would... Dizwan, yes. Dizwan could Dizwan, definitely yes, but get we're not, no. But hey, look, somebody we're could not, reach no. the final through the back door. Um, I didn't want to ask you, like the double star, I've, I have love the Grand Prix when we watched double star. I was yeah. double start and set format as well, which means yeah. that it's yeah. all up in the air. Would you yeah. like to see more set format play and or more double start play through the year? And if so, where? Because I was having to think about this last night. And I, yeah. I've I, I, my theory is, or my feelings on it, things like uh, the Euros and the Players' Championship finals, you play all these tournaments leading up to play the same format. It'd be weird to play yeah. a different format if you played all these qualifying yeah. events for it. We've already got yeah. set play at the Worlds. We've already got set play at the Grand Prix. Uh, the UK Open and Grand Slam, that's very difficult. Like TV broadcasting time, you've got so many games to cram in there. Doing it sets or double start would mess things up. 
But the one that strikes me, the Masters, top 16 in the world, these lads should be able to play anything, make it double yeah. start. Make it double start. Right. Make the Masters double start. It would be brilliant. Right. Do you not think? Uh, I'm just kind of thinking about it. So you would have a double start in October and January. Yeah. Not that it'd matter. All right, I'm just thinking. You, you just hit me with it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I don't like oh. it. Oh, right. <laughs> Why not? Show you uh, working. Right. Uh, oh, yeah, there's no workings. I just don't like it. <laughs> I, I just I, don't like it. Go away. I like it being a one-off, actually. But I, I think you're you're bang on about more set play. I, I, I think set play is, is just such an exciting format. So, mate, so what, exciting. The thing is, I thought about the set play for the Masters, maybe do set play, but then you've just had the World Championship where everything was set. Play. Yeah. So I thought, well, yeah. no, you, so, then you're doing it in December and January. Um, yeah. But I, I don't see where out. else you can shove it in, unless you do sort of weird things like you play leg play and then you get to the quarters, semis, finals and no. start doing sets. And I don't like that. I don't like that. Really. No, that like confuse the viewer. Yeah, that confuse you. That confuse the viewer. <laughs> that confuse the player. That they'll reach three legs and and think that they're they're three one up and no, that's the set. Is it? Is it? Right, okay. Uh, do you know what? It's an interesting one, though, because I, I know viewers like watching set play uh, mm. because it's exciting. So, look, maybe maybe they can... I'm not going to say cram one in, but modify an event. What event? Mm. I don't know, Dan. That's well, a look, they got rid start. of the Champions League, didn't they? If if something else turns up yeah. in, in to yeah. replace that at some point in what? the calendar, then maybe they could what? create a set play tournament. What about, uh, oh no, I was going to say the UK Open, but like you quite rightly said, the, the, is there a, is there playoffs for the UK Open anymore? No, you don't have the UK Open qualifiers and loads, of, but there are so many players and there's so much darts to cram in that I just oh, think set play would I'm make it thinking. too too big. I mean, can you imagine those outer yeah. boards, like trying to get eight yeah, games I, on there? It'd be yeah, brutal. Yeah, forget I said that. Forget yeah. I said that. Well, this is what I, I've thought yeah. about this, Wayne. That's why I came back to the Masters and you immediately went, shut up, Dawson, you're an idiot. No, no. I'm thinking of, of set play rather than double start. I, okay. I like the I like the uniqueness of mm. of the Grand Prix, uh, but I agree. The, 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 uh, treble play. What? What? What's treble that? Treble play. Uh, set play. Set play needs needs to be uh, accommodated. They they need to play at least one more event. Okay. Yeah. Got well, one, I mean, got no idea. Look, it, look, Barry Hearn is in a constant quest to create a brand new month of Hernuary anyway, just to cram more tournaments in. So maybe he can fit some set play in there. Uh, let's have a look at the quarterfinals over the next couple of nights then. Uh, I'm going to take it in draw bracket order. Michael Van Gerwen versus Simon Whitlock. Um, look, um, we've heard you on the telly uh, spouting about the MVG Devon game. I happen to think that Devon was rather unfortunate. but Yes, what do you make of the the sort of testiness up on there? Do you because that interview that you did when Nige did with with MVG, he was absolutely buzzing, wasn't he? You could see yeah. every he could barely yeah. he was talking fifteen to the dozen. It was yeah. it was you know, he was so fired up for that game, and I think that's yeah. probably credit to De He knows that Devon's a rival to it. Oh, well, he has to. He's giving yeah, up hiding a couple of times. Yeah, I agree. People now know that Devon is a threat. And uh, I, I do feel, though, that Devon got... 
he got involved with the the, the shouting and and uh, celebrations of Michael. Mm. And I don't it's think it impossible. Him. No, it's impossible not to play Michael Van Gerwen. You always play the player. You can't play the board unless you are unless you are so superior to your opponent that it doesn't matter what they do, they can't win. Basically, we're talking like six, seven levels above, but you always play the player because otherwise you'd you'd never you'd never play safe and and leave thirty two instead of going for a bullseye and, and all that malarkey. Well, isn't that but playing the situation felt... rather than the player? Or is that, is that yeah, no, that no, that well, yeah, you're playing the situation, but if you're if you're just if you're just kind of doing what you want to do, hmm. you won't get away with it. You won't. And he played Michael Van Gerwen. Uh, the way Michael Van Gerwen would have liked to have been played, and that is put off by by just him hanging around because he, he kind of got outplayed a bit, didn't he, Michael? I, I thought he did. I genuinely he thought if it had been two nil to Devon, I don't yeah. think you could have made many complaints. But the thing is, for that to happen, Devon had to hit the winning set doubles and yeah. not give Michael a chance. But he didn't, and Michael got a chance, and he took it. And so you can't really complain that it was 2-0 to Michael at that point. So that, that's no, the game no. of dots. That's how it works. Yeah, but I, I just felt he got embroiled, Devon, and he, and he shouldn't have done them. I'm not saying it played into Michael's hands, because he won, you can say it it did. But at one point, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm watching the pair of them, and Michael seemed to be handling the situation better. Uh, mm. Not because he hit the, the double to win the sets. Devon looked a bit panicky coming the very, very last knockings of, of those sets he lost. And the double 16s were just skewing away. They mm. were just skewing away. And every time he's going for it, I'm thinking, you're trying too hard to beat Michael Van Gerwen. Just see him as another player, but a, a dangerous player. Look, it's not easy beating the world's best player. It's not. It never will be. Well, it isn't, but Simon Whitlock managed to do it and do it very, very convincingly at the World Match Play not that long ago. Do you think yeah. that he could do it again against MVG? Because he's on a free roll this week, Simon Whitlock, and he seems to be having fun. He played so well, didn't he, against Dobie? If he plays he like did. that, yes, it will it, beat Michael. Because it, that was, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say unplayable, but that, that won't get beat. That kind of standard won't get beat. That's just, uh, well, it's improbable. Again, mm. uh, but the way he played against Merv, that won't cut it. That just yeah. won't cut it. And, and it, somewhere you know, in between that, that well against maybe. Dobie, and it was two sets, wasn't it? Now, we saw yes, from yes, Ryan Joyce yes. tonight that he, he produced yeah. two sets of really good stuff against Dave Chisnell, but in a best of yeah. five, that does open the door for yeah. somebody to come back at you. It, it does, but I, the longer the format favours the better player. I, I don't see Whitlock pulling off any shock. If he wins a set, I think he'll have done well. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to go for Michael Van Gerwen as well in that one. So we're both on MVG and that's the first time I've backed MVG uh, so far in this tournament. And look what I've done. I've managed to get him through to the quarterfinals. Um, in the same half, we have what looks like a complete mismatch if you looked at the rankings and everything else. Dirk van yeah. Dijvenboda versus Gary Anderson. But I tell you what, if Dirk gets in the sort of zone he was against in against Dimitri, I think he's got a chance because as good as Gary has been, and he's been very, very, very good. I still think there's there's always a danger in a longer format game that if he's pushed and he has to play more than three sets, then you could see a little bit of fragility there. Yeah, I. I... 
I really like what I see from DVD. I, I this is I don't want this to sound dismissive, condescending, what whatever you like. Mm. I don't think I rated Dirk Van Dyve and Boda uh, very highly before that game. Well, you yeah, before no, the we've Dimitri already talked game. about it. We talked about it when you saw him in yeah. Belgium, and you thought, hang on, this could yeah. be really, really good. This maybe this is yeah. a breakthrough. Do you think yeah, it was? I, were... I know. Yeah, and then and then I, I really felt that. I really felt that. And then going missing so often, if that makes sense, mm. and putting in some real, real poor performances. And and then when I watched him play Mencia, there was nothing about oh, it's that, game. that game. Wasn't it? <laughs> Look, it how was far horrible. am how far, how far right am I with Mensur, by the way? You know what? You're convincing me more and more because um, even when he's he's put it, there have been some highlights from Mensur that I've seen on on the Pro Tour and Euro Tour and stuff over the last few weeks. But the thing is, those highlights aren't translating into anything. They're just no. oh, he's looked quite good. Oh, but he's lost. Oh, he's looked quite good, but he's gone yeah. out in round three. Like they, whereas normally yeah. when Mensur's in form, he he finds himself in a yeah. semi final at least. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm beginning on the to decline, be struggling. Right yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm always right. I'm always right. Uh, yeah, uh, the way the way uh, Dirk played against Dimitri, I'm now thinking right. Okay, you've put in another good performance and a real a real good performance against a real world class player. Uh, like we said about the the, the Euro Tour uh, mm. event, maybe he can repeat it. If he can repeat it, then I think he beats Anderson. Yeah. I really do because I don't think Gary will like it. I don't yeah, think he'll don't like think... his antics. And, and how good is he to watch Dirk when he's playing? Like, I he's, know, and he's, he's so good. Yeah, exactly. It is fun. He's fun. He's just he's a fun. big madman up on stage, <laughs> and he, he now he's backing it up with some world class darts. Look, I, mean, yeah. I know Anderson's yeah. going to go off as a heavy, heavy favourite. <clears throat> Presumably, you're still going to back Anderson because you don't think Dirk's going to match those levels he had against Dimitri. Is that right? Yeah, you're hundred percent right. Yeah, I, mm. do you know what? If Dirk was to to win that, it will be a close one if he was to win it. But Gary could railroad him yeah. because oh, if absolutely. Dirk if Dirk if Dirk regresses, then he he won't match him. I'm afraid. Well, look, I, I'm I'm still sticking with Dirk. I think he's I, I think he's hilarious. I think he's entertaining, and I think he's oh. very very talented. And uh, I, yeah. as I say, I keep backing against these massive names, uh, partially because I'm a contrarian, but also it seems to spur them on. You are a contrarian. Uh, <laughs> see, so it I'm going spurs Dirk. them on. Spurs them on. I'm sure they're listening yes. to. I'm sure Gary's yes. an avid listener of this. I mean, Gary doesn't even <laughs> throw darts in his free time, let alone listen to darts <laughs> podcast. Christ. Um, anyway, other half of the draw: Gezi Price, Jeffrey Desvan. It, it, it could be absolutely sensational. This could be absolutely incredible. Yeah. Where's your the, Where's this, your pick? This half of the draw now is quite exciting, isn't it? Chizzy, Cullen, Price, and Dizwan. That's yeah. an exciting half. That really is. And whoever comes through this uh, out of the four, you can give it. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Dizwan now is is like you said, he's back. Uh, we think he he can be anything. Cullen, uh, I, I know you rate very, very highly, oh, and I so do I. And do you know what, tonight, for, for five sets, he was good. He yeah. was good. He nearly lost it. He average should have end. lost it come the, come the end of that, um, in that deciding set. But quite frankly, yeah. his levels of performance all the way through were excellent, even when Ferret was coming back at him. It was it's yeah. superb. And I've convinced myself yeah, of his I... narrative. I was talking about it with Richard on Thursday, that yeah. he, was, he was jealous about Devon, 
uh, five years ago when Devon was getting all this attention, made a quarterfinal of the UK Open. That's the kick up the arse he needed. And he started playing yeah. better and then he started winning. And he's, he's admitted himself, he got complacent. And now Devon's turned into a world-class player. And I think that's exactly yeah. what he needs. And so... I've convinced myself with this little story I've built in my head that Cullen is right, okay. is going to get back to a couple of years ago and be really threatening in the back end of major tournaments. And I think he can right, beat Chisholm. Okay. I, I think you, you're 100% right. Yeah, I, I, I think that the it's... it's chi- right, this is going to sound like I'm dismissing Cullen now. I think it's Chizzy's to lose because I, I think if he starts... I think if he starts well, it... it it, it'll be too much for Joe. Mm. I, I really do think that. But the way that Cullen finished this evening, and especially that that last leg, one eighty seventy four, that says to me that he's not afraid of fighting it out, battling, getting a chance or an, another chance, if you like, and and finally crossing the line. But also the composure. Just everything about that 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 those five darts were just world class. But do you know what? I'm I'm a Chizzy fan through and through, and I I can't back against him. And if I do, it's a bit like Michael. I feel like I'm cheating on him. So it, am I it, right in not... saying here that you're going to go for Michael Van Gerwen, Gary Anderson, Chizzy, and Gerwin Price to win those quarterfinals? Yes, I am. Yes. So you're backing I, I... all the four favourites to come through. Right. Hold on now. No. Uh, look, I've, I've not backed all the favourites all the way through. I, I, oh, yes, I have. <laughs> y- yes, I have. <laughs> I, I see, just happen to fancy the four best players. Just happen to fancy the four time. best players to win these four games. <laughs> right. Well, that's all well and good. But uh, yeah. that, that, that backing favourites all the time butters no parsnips with me, Mardle. So, admittedly, <laughs> yeah. I, I am, I'm going to go Desvan and Cullen. I'm literally, I'm going Dirk. Desvan, Cullen, and then I'm going to go MVG because I don't think that Whitlock's going to beat him in two big games running in massive TV tournaments because yeah. the only person who does that is Jeffrey Desvan. And what if he did it in the say. final? Yeah. What if he did it in Could the do. final? Eh? Could do. Could do. Um, so there you have it. Uh, they are our picks. You can get involved on the Low Six Picks app. Uh, small stakes betting. You can win proper cash money. Remember, you've got to be 18, based in the UK. Uh, gamble responsibly, or Wayne will come around and chew your footwear or send one of his dogs around to do it. V- visit begamblerware.org <laughs> if you're a friend have problems with gambling. But to play us out, on the day that Richie Burnett came within 72 points of winning the Challenge oh. Tour event this evening, I give you... Yeah. The Mad Prince of Wales. Now this is a story, at least in part, about the top player in Wales at the game of darts. And I'd like to take a minute to tell you my tale, cos I'm Richie Burnett, I'm the Mad Prince of Wales. In West Lamorgan, I was born and raised on the dartboard is where I spend most of my days. Winning the lakeside and all that caboodle, using radiator water to cook a pot noodle. But for a couple of years, I wasn't playing so good, not playing to the level that I knew I could. So I took a little break, but that didn't last, and I'll win things again, because I'd done it in the past. When I throw my third darts like my arm comes out of socket I'm a former world champ though, you can't really knock it Same daft throw despite this new chapter And I stalk around the hockey like a velociraptor (laughs) 
Friday night I went for Chinese at seven or eight. Still wearing my slippers, how long could it take? Sunday lunch I'm in the pub, still with my chicken oriental. Been on the smash for two days because I'm flipping mental. Then in storms the missus, seems in a hurry. Sat in my slippers with a two-day-old curry. Tip Sunday dinner on my head, nice bit of pork. And the first thing I said was, what, no knife and fork? Even on stage, I'm just plain daft. I'll be having a good and then having a laugh. I'm a bigger Welsh sports star than Gareth Bale. I'm Richie Burnett and I'm the Mad Prince of Wales.